0: Welcome to the Let's Talk Mindset Podcast. My name is Nikki Velasco. I am a master mindset coach who is obsessed with helping you experience life-changing breakthroughs that will help you get closer to the most aligned version of yourself. Each week, we will share valuable tools, insights, and techniques that will help you become more aware of your own mindset and teach you how to rewire the beliefs that are keeping you stuck. If you're looking to massively up-level in your life, you have come to the right place. My goal in this podcast is to open up the conversation about the power of our mindsets, help you tap into your intuitive gifts, and most importantly, to remind you how powerful you truly are. Think of this podcast as your weekly motivation to help you take action and start to make the changes you need to make in your life in order to fully embody your most elevated and empowered self. I know this will take us on an incredible journey, so thank you for pressing play. Now, let's talk mindset. Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome to the Let's Talk Mindset podcast. I am so happy, grateful, and excited that you are here and you decided to give this episode a listen Today's episode is inspired by a few questions I've gotten in the past from clients, from friends, from family members, and it's all really based around healing, where to start, how to start to do this mindset work, and this is really getting down to the absolute basics. And so I think it's important that no matter where you are in your life, what level of work you've done right? Even if, if there even are levels, but just if you've been in this world for a while where you've done a lot, all the self-help things, you've tried all the tools, done all the stuff, or if this is the absolute first time you're even giving this a chance, going back to the basics is so important. So when it comes to doing mindset work, when it comes to healing, it's so important to first understand why you are attracted to doing this type of work and understanding where your current mindset is. And it goes further than just mindset. Where are you in your life right now? How do you feel about the way you show up? How do you feel about yourself? How do you feel about the life you're leading right now? And it's important to know The questions that I ask might sound simple, but sometimes they're not as easy to answer and that is okay. There might be some things that I say in this episode or in the following episodes, there may be some things that you hear that might be a little bit triggering that you might want to be like, you know what, Uh, I don't, I don't even want to listen to this anymore. Like, why is she asking these questions or why is this coming up? Or maybe it, it sparks something in you that you don't want to be sparked, um, And I just invite you to lovingly lean into that discomfort because the truth is that step one to starting to do this work is just understanding where you currently are. And sometimes that means asking yourself questions that are a little bit complicated to answer. And I know that many times our first reaction is, "Mm, I don't know, right? Like if I were to ask you, are you happy with your life right now? I don't know. Um, okay, do you feel like you show up as your most aligned and authentic self? I don't know. And usually when our, when we are quick to answer, I don't know, it's because there's something there that we're resisting. And the way to get past the resistance is to face it. <laughs> and I know that's really annoying. At least I used to find that extremely annoying. I'm like, oh, are you kidding me? I don't even want to answer this question. That's why I said, I don't know. But it really just, if you're not going to do it for anyone else, do it for yourself. That is one person you should be doing this work for, it is you. The healing starts with you. So really consider, you know, where are you in your life right now? How are you feeling about your life right now? Do you feel like you are showing up as your most authentic self? Are you living a life that feels aligned to you? Are you saying yes to the things that light you the fuck up? Or are you saying yes to things that you don't really want to do, but you just feel like you have to do them anyway because X person might get upset with you or because you feel like this is just the expectation that others have of you. And another layer to this, another layer to the healing, another layer to this type of work is also thinking about and noticing your thoughts. I want you guys to try this just for today. If you're listening to this in the morning, wonderful. If you're listening to it in the evening, then I just encourage you to do it the next day, whatever, for a week, challenge yourselves. But I encourage you to think about and observe the thoughts that you have throughout the day, but more specifically, the way that you talk to yourself. Now, I just want to let you all know that sometimes it can be a little hard to do. Because if we've walked through our lives, and this is what happened to me, I was walking through my day-to-day kind of in zombie mode, not really paying attention to what I was thinking, uh, not being at least the observer, right? And by being the observer, it means that you do not need to judge your thoughts. You do not need to do anything just for a day. Just observe your thoughts. What is coming up? What I started to do? in 2014, when I started to do all of this and I started learning about psychology and understanding the mind and understanding why we think the way we think and all these things, I challenged myself and I wrote down my thoughts throughout the day on my phone. So if you have like the notes, if you haven't, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure all phones have something like this. You can text it to yourself, whatever it is, just writing down in notes what your thoughts are throughout the day. And what I noticed when I started doing this work was that specifically the thoughts that I had about myself were not that nice and I started to understand what kind of expectations I was holding for myself and I wasn't very kind I was you know there was things just like oh I'm such an idiot because I should have been working on this assignment so much earlier than I actually did and now I procrastinated and now I'm here or sometimes they were thoughts that were even darker than that where it's just like I'm not going to even try reaching out to ex-friends because, and by ex, I'm, I mean, I'm just not putting their name in there. She's like, I shouldn't even reach out to this person because they probably wouldn't even want to hang out with me. And I was not aware that these were the thoughts that were coming up because I never sat down to just pay attention. And once I started reading through them, I'm like, wow, I'm not being a very good friend to myself. I'm not being very kind to me. And that was the motivation that I needed to change things for myself. And I also encourage you all to observe when you are like observing your thoughts. I want you to observe what thoughts you have about others as well. Are you approaching situations with compassion or are you being judgmental and it's so important especially with this judgmental part because I have to confess and this is something that I've had to really work through and work through the guilt that I felt by this but I used to be so judgy it's it's sad because there's so many things that contributed to that first of all the culture I grew up in for those of you who do not know my parents are both from South America Uh, I was born and raised here in the United States And I remember going back to or going to Colombia or going to Argentina, mostly Colombia is where I grew up um, visiting the most. But I remember thinking at like 13 years old, 14 years old, I was like, wow, you know, everyone's very judgy. And it's not their fault that it's just the culture that has been created. And I'm not saying it is okay, but it's just, How it is right now. And I remember that being the first thought of, oh my God, they're being so judgy. And so when I did this practice of looking at my thoughts and writing them down, and not just thoughts about myself, but also things I thought about other people, I noticed, oh, you know, here I am thinking that I'm not judgmental, but really there is a layer to that. I was being judgmental about things. And usually the things I was being judgmental about were things that I, to some extent, wish that I could have for example um being judgmental of I don't know I'm just going to put something that I could think of off the top of my head in college but you know the the women that were just you know that dressed very like sensual or that were out partying and having a good time and I remember being judgy about that I remember thinking like oh why are they dressed that way or oh you know, like they just don't give a care in the world and they're just out there and like partying and like, I'm not going to do that. But really what was happening, and this is why it's so important to observe your thoughts because it gives you an insight as to what's going on in your world. What was really happening when I was being this judgy version of myself was that I, in that specific scenario, I wish that I could do that. There was a part of me that had not tapped into my sensuality. There was a part of me that had not tapped into feeling free and I didn't feel free. And so when I saw that in someone else, I judged it. But what was really happening was that I desired that thing that that person had, right? Or I remember as a kid, you know, like when someone had crazy hair color or you know, just dress so weird or just, you know, those judging like right off the bat. I remember thinking, wow, why do they dress like that? But now in retrospect, when I look back at it, I'm like, oh my God, I know why I judged that because I wish that I had the courage (laughs) to do something like that because I felt so restrained. I felt like I had to follow the rules. I felt like, no, I could never dye my hair pink or I could never do these things. Right. I was just very restrictive with myself. And so that's another thing I encourage you guys to think about. First, looking within, thinking like observing your thoughts, how you talk about yourself, and how you think about others and what you say about others as well. And the next layer of healing, I would say, or at least the next step if you are just starting or if you feel like you need to go back to these basics, is looking around you. And by this, I mean your environment, right? Where do you usually hang out? Are you usually indoors? Are you outdoors? Do you spend much time in nature? Is that something that you even like to do? But also looking around in terms of the relationships you have in your life, your relationship with your family, your relationship with your friends, your significant other, whatever it may be. Look around and look at the people who surround you. How do they make you feel when you have conversations with them? When you hang out with them, are you feeling elevated? Are you feeling expanded? Are you feeling like, yes, these people bring out the best in me, and I know I bring out the best in them, and together we just thrive? Or are you feeling like, okay, I feel like I've been with this, been friends with this person because we've just been friends for so long, but I feel like at this point we don't really have much in common? And with family members right sometimes depending on how you grew up I mean everyone's family dynamic is so different and I'm just going to be speaking off of my experience in these episodes and I hope that you maybe relate and if you don't that is okay but you know with my experience with family uh, I grew up in an environment where it was always told to us that family comes first and family is important and I love my family I have a really big family on my dad's side and a small family on my mom's side and I love them all I really I'm very grateful for the family that I have and as I've grown up and I've, I've done this type of work and as I've asked myself these questions of who do I enjoy being around who should I just put my arms distance from set those boundaries with um, I understood you know just because they're my family, it does not mean that I have to be their friends, right? You can love someone, but not necessarily like them. And you can decide what kind of relationship you have with people. And so I really encourage you, especially when it does come to family, when it comes to friends, when it comes to significant others to consider, you know, what role do you play in this? Are you being your best self with these people? Are they being the, their best self with you, it's so important to understand that just as other people can be toxic for us, we can be toxic for other people. Okay, it's so so important to take responsibility for the roles that we play. So when you are doing this, when you are thinking about this, I really encourage you to think about what role everyone has played in in certain situations. And I will do an entire episode on boundary setting because. Trust me, I know that it can be a little difficult sometimes, um, and I think it's such an important conversation to have, but just look around and see what relationships light you up, what relationships maybe aren't feeling so great right now, and consider what feels right to you, what feels aligned to you, and sometimes it's it's hard to do these things, right? It's hard to lift the the rug up and see everything that you've just kind of been hiding under there. And that is okay. You need to come to to this with an open mind, an open heart, and a place of compassion. It is okay to be vulnerable. It is okay to use your voice. It is okay to stand up for yourself and to ask for what you want out of any type of friendship, relationship, anything like that. And so once you start to get this going, I just do want to say that healing is very romanticized, I think, in like the self-development world, and this is something that has been talked about a lot on social media in the last few years, like about mindset and leveling up and expanding and doing all these things. However, when you really go through it, it feels feels very dark and it can feel very lonely and it is so important to have a support group it is so important to have somebody to help you through this either a therapist you know having a coach as well like any anyone friends family that you can rely on that you can talk to it's so important because I think it's very like again romanticize like oh yes like you're healing and you're gonna feel peace and you're gonna feel love and this and that like i am sorry no you are not (laughs) initially you feel like you're being ripped apart you feel like you're just everything you knew to be true is no longer true because you realize okay yeah that wasn't working for me and there's a lot of conditioning that came to this a lot of like inner child healing that's going to come up there's so many layers to healing That it is not this like glorified, romanticized, like everything is pink and bubbly thing that you think it might be or that you might perceive it as. And so the most important thing to know is that when you are starting this healing journey, it is okay to sit in your shit for a little bit. It is okay to allow emotions to come up. And a lot of emotions might come up at the same time, maybe one, hopefully one at a time. But it is so, so important for that you give yourself grace, that you give show yourself compassion, and you give yourself the space to process what is happening. And so the next step to this healing, right, aside from giving yourself compassion and giving yourself the space to feel things fully, at the other side of this is, and there is another side because you will get through it, I promise you, that you get to make space and welcome something that you desire to come into your life so you start this healing journey you start doing all of this work for a reason right what is that reason what do you want to call into your life and there's this question that i i'm just amazed because i've asked so many of my clients this and their response is usually pretty similar And I've asked this to some friends, and I've asked this to my parents as well, and I've asked myself this question, and I had a very similar response, especially when hearing this question for the first time. And this question is, what does your dream life look like? What does it look like? And it's so interesting because the immediate answer is usually, I don't know, I've never thought about it. Or the answer is just very short like oh you know I just want to like live a good life and I you know want to have enough money to have a family or whatever it is right maybe you don't want a family or just want to travel but sometimes it doesn't even go to the traveling aspect of things it doesn't even get that detailed like oh I just want to live a good life I just want to feel happy okay well what does that look like for you because happiness looks different for every person a dream life looks different for every person what I consider my dream life can be somebody's absolute nightmare Right? Like my, and I'll I'll give you guys an example because sometimes when I at least share what other people have said or share ideas or prompt questions, it starts to really open up that creative side of us, that inner child side of us that is, can just imagine things that maybe at some point we thought were impossible for us. And the, the point of this question, the point of envisioning your dream life is to one, consider what you want. Two, it allows you and anyone that you're probably working with, if you do have a therapist or you have a coach, to identify, okay, where are you limiting yourself? Because a lot of the times when I ask this question about the dream life, people limit the answer to what they think is possible for them. And so that is why this question is so important, why this small exercise can just reveal so many things for us. Because when you start to jot down, and it, it will be difficult at first, but just keep going. When you start to write down, and I encourage you to write it down, or you can record it on your voice memo and your phone, but just start talking about your dream life. Okay, like what does it look like? Like what what do you want? What do you want? You're gonna be on this earth hopefully for a long fucking time. What do you want to create? What do you want to attract? What do you want to feel like? What do you want to like where are you in this dream life? Are you traveling? Are you buying your your very first house, your family home? Do you have a family? Is it just you and you're just like killing it in business and you're just traveling around the world? Is it that you decide to have a nomad life and you're like, oh, I would absolutely love that life if I could just work remote and I could travel everywhere and I could just experience the richness that is life, the expans- the expansiveness of life. Are you wanting to open up your own business? Are you wanting to leave this nine to five and do your own thing like this? Did you always dream about having a restaurant? Did you always dream about, I don't know, being a coach? Did you always dream about what, what what are your dreams? What do you want to become true for you? How much money do you want to make? What are you going to do with that money? Who are you going to help, right? Do you want to help your family? Do you want to help your friends? Do you want to have... Friendships and abundance, in the in the sense that you are like, hey, I am going to treat all my friends to a trip to Bali, because I fucking can, right? Like that's one of my dreams, right? To be able to just be like, call up my girlfriends and be like, hey, we're gonna take a trip this weekend, it's on me, let's go, right? It's just like, who can you help with this abundance? What what what? Who's around you in this dream life? I get so lit up asking these questions and just thinking about my own vision and my own dreams and just listening to my clients tell me what their dreams are and see their face light up when they're just like, wow, this is such a fun thing to think about. I've never thought about this before. I encourage you after this episode to write out what your vision is for your life. What is your dream life? and you can keep coming back to it and you can keep expanding it and it can keep shifting and it keep keep growing and it it's so important to understand that this vision can change as you change and just because you write something down right now doesn't mean that you can't change it a week later or you can't add to it, right? You can do whatever the hell you want because this is your life and you get to create the life that you want and so if you're looking at your life right now, and you're like, this is not the life that I want for myself. I have great news for you. You have the power to do something about it. If you do not like the way that things are going, guess what? You get to change that. And I truly mean this. And I don't mean that you get to control the things that are happening to you. No. Shitty things happen to good people. And that is the sad reality of things and there are especially in moments where you're feeling like well I can't even start to imagine a different life for myself take baby steps but eventually I want you to start thinking about this dream life and maybe the baby step is this dream life and maybe one day you just write one answer one sentence right like okay my dream life is to be out of this life that I currently am in and that is okay that is the first step you're doing a great fucking job but it is so important to feel empowered and to feel like you can change this. And it all starts with deciding that you're gonna to start to look within first. You're gonna see, okay, how did I get here? Where am I currently in my life? How do I talk to myself? How, what do I think about others? Who am I surrounding myself with? Are these people lighting me up? And what, what is it that I want? What is going to make me happy? What does it feel like to be happy to me? All of this ties in together. And I want you to leave this episode feeling empowered. If you do not believe in yourself first, nothing's going to change. So it's so important to believe that you can make this different. You can choose a different path. And I know in the bottom of my heart that you will. I know that those of you listening to this, you can think of a few things that you're just like, you know what? I know I can do better than this. I know that I want something more for myself. And this is me telling you, fuck yes. Do it. You can do it. You have the power to do it. So just go and do it and just know that you have support. You are so loved. You are enough. Your success is inevitable and you are always on the right path. That is a quote from a mentor that I absolutely love. Her name is Catherine Zinkina and I have that written on my mirror on a post-it note. My success is inevitable and I am always on the right path. So just trust that. Thank you for listening to today's episode. There are so many more juicy subjects that I'm going to get into in the episodes to come. I hope you enjoyed this episode and if you did, please feel free to let me know, take a screenshot, share your aha moments with me. I love to hear from you and I love building this community. So I leave you with this. I send you my love. Bye. If you love this episode and want to go even deeper with me and be a part of this expansive community, go onto my Instagram page at thecoachnikki and send me a direct message. I would love to hear from you. Or you can click on the link in my bio and see all the other wonderful ways that we can work together, be it through one on one mentorship or some of the courses that I've created, as well as some master classes. Or you can always tune back into this podcast, listen to more juicy episodes. There's always going to be something valuable here for you to listen to. And again, I am so grateful that you listened to this episode. I'm so grateful you are here. And I want to leave you with a reminder. The reminder that you are enough, you are worthy, and any subtle shift in your mindset, in your life, it has a huge effect on your bigger vision. So hold on to that vision, remember your worth, and you fucking got this.